Welcome, my friends, to the Bob and Brad podcast, produced by Bob and Brad, the two most famous physical therapists on the internet. I am Bob, exactly one half of the Bob and Brad team, and today I am joined by Jordan, whose title is? Nutritional Health Coach. And glad that we have her here today, because today we're going to talk about the top 10 foods and food additives you should avoid. I am looking forward to this. Yeah, yeah. I need to follow some some guidance here. So, we all need reminders. <laughs> all right, let's start right off with the number one thing. I, I see you have listed vegetable oils. Yes. Well, and I, before we jump into this, I should mention these aren't in any particular order. Sure. Okay. I didn't like rank it's, them. Like, Ten is the worst. They're all like just bad. Just stay yeah. away. But anyways, going on. Okay. That's, go ahead. That's perfect. So vegetable oils. Yes. So vegetable oils just for, it's a big category of oils. So any of our highly processed oils, canola oil, corn oil, um, soybean oil, safflower oil, there's others that fall into this category. Those are kind of the main mainstays. Did I, yeah, vegetable oil in general. Some are just labeled vegetable oil. Um, So these could be uh, separate as an oil and also in, in a product. Correct. Right. Yes. Yeah. So, so this would be like what we cook our food with, sure. but also like when we're shopping, um, you got to look for these on labels because they're you very be common. Like a detective, you do. It's in a lot of stuff. You do. Yep. Um, so why are these oils so bad? So honestly, main reason is um, so these are uh, mostly polyunsaturated fats, which by nature polyunsaturated fats. I try not to get too like scientific right. and bore people, but you kind of need a little bit of background knowledge, but sure. they're super sensitive to heat, to light, to air exposure. Um, so what, you know, food manufacturers do is they chemically modify them to make them resistant to these things. Sure. So they're highly, highly processed and changed from their original form to make them so that we can, you know, deep fry in so them. So they won't spoil? Is that it? Yes, uh, they won't spoil. That's part of the thing. Restaurants use them so that they can deep fry. Well, if you sure. you can't do that unless they're modified to resist heat. So gotcha. um, they're also very, very high in, another reason why they're bad, very high in omega-6s, which is pro-inflammatory in our body. And you know about inflammation and how bad right. that is. So It's, it's kind of the, one of the key words right now, I think, yeah. in, in the literature. Um, and omega-3s are good, right? Yes. Right. Yeah. That's yep. salmon and stuff like that. Yeah, right? fish oil, salmon. Yep. So do you want to talk about alternatives? These, yeah, I guess we could we just, could do that and t- intend on it, but touch on it. So yeah, um, if you've got first of all, look at your food ingredients. Um, if you eat whole foods, you, there's nothing to read. But gotcha. um, you know, the fact of the matter is, we don't always. Um, I always teach people to read the ingredients rather than the nutrition facts. You're going to find way more information there. So watching for these processed oils, um, and instead replacing them um, with really three. I, I mainly always talk about our avocado oil, olive oil, and coconut oil. And we went to avocado oil because did you say the other two are sensitive to heat or not? Avocado oil can withstand heat. Um, oh, the other two. Sorry. Yes. Right. Coconut oil can withstand heat. Olive oil, not so much. Olive oil. So, right. We were doing olive oil and you would... That said that doesn't it's really work. So I make better, my popcorn yeah. in, in avocado oil. Yeah. And it's good, <laughs> so, right? Yeah. Like, it's no very good. no I different sprayed, change in flavor. I yep. spray it on stuff. I yep. spray it on my popcorn too. Yeah. Yep. So no, it's great. For sure. Fantastic. It changed our life. <laughs> yeah. So 
Uh, well, we skip on to number two here now. Yes, we're going to talk about flour, and we're talking about both white and wheat flour. Mm-hmm. Yep. So flour, oh, that's, of, uh, yeah. that's uh, yeah, I mean, go through your pantry and try to find something without flour, unless, of course, you're already following a very Whole Foods-based uh, right. diet, but most of our packaged foods... Um, that we have, like are eating, even our quote unquote healthy foods that we think are healthy in our pantry. If you go and flip it over, they have some kind of flour in them. Our cereal crackers, um, obviously bread. That's a, that's an obvious one. Pastas. Uh, what am I missing Wonder here? Bread? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, think yeah. I think they probably do. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the thing that most people don't understand, I think a lot of people now acknowledge that like, Oh, or, or that they think that they have knowledge on is, you know, wheat or wheat is better than white, right? right? right. Um, but the problem with this, and we could probably do a podcast on this in uh, and of well, itself yes. if we wanted to, but um, wheat today is not what wheat was 50 years ago. Yeah, they took out the current, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. They took out the nutrition, basically. Yeah, I love essentially. The stuff. Yeah, yeah. So there's no. literally, the you'll see wheat products that have vitamins and minerals, but that's fortified. That's fortified in there. Cereals fortified. Bread is fortified. It's not naturally coming from the wheat. So um, wheat in and of itself, in my nutritional opinion, has no nutritional value in our diet. Um, with Probably negative, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could really, again, get heavy, but right. there's um, – that's a whole, whole but, huge and topic in and of itself. You to read the ingredients versus – Yes. Because it seems like the packaging, they come up with terms – Makes it sound like it's healthy. Oh, yeah. But it's not oh, yeah. at all. Yes. I mean, yes. It's the exact opposite of healthy. They can put all sorts of things that attract us now to make it look They know really... legally what they can say. Oh, yeah. And they told the line, believe me. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've looked at things. I remember I was looking at two types of ketchup and- they both had the same ingredients, and they both sounded like totally two different ketchups. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're, they're very smart food manufacturers to get you yeah. to buy their stuff. So when you go to buy a product that's coming off the shelves that has ingredients in it, don't just skip over the nutrition label. You're going to get everything you need to know on that ingredient list. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So. All right. Let's go to number three. Uh, All right. Low-fat or fat-free products. This is a good one. Yeah. This is one of my favorites to uh, – teach people on um, this and another one we're going to cover later, but um, what are so some examples Examples of this would be, so speaking of low fat or fat free milk, yogurt, a lot of dairy products, sour cream, um, mayonnaise, peanut butter, salad dressings. Um, there's more. Those are just some things to, to what throw out there. The low fat version or fat free so bad in these products? Well, so the problem is a lot of these products in and of itself in their pure form, they have fat in them, right? So right. in nature, how they're found, they have fat. A food manufacturer has to actually physically go out and remove the fat to make them fat free or low fat. That's not naturally occurring. So when we do that, we're altering them, first of all, from their whole pure form. Sure. But in addition to that, you take that out and you put nothing else in replacement. It tastes like crap. <laughs> no, no, nobody would eat it. Nobody would drink it. So they no, have to put something else something back else in. in. Yeah. Yeah. For, sugar. For yeah. Um, sugar, food additives to make it more palatable. Um, they're smart. Food manufacturers are so smart at making things. So again, things. when you say low fat, fat free, to me, that's going to sound like low calorie. 
Yeah. And it's not because no. it might have sugar in there. Right, right. Gosh. And a, a lot of times some of these things they're taking the fat out of as it existed in nature and its whole form. Like fat is good, you know, to an extent. And when we alter all these things and take it all out, um, I think it's causing more damage to our health than well, just leaving it alone. Why the last couple generation last generation is just Obesity is on the rise like a, yeah. a pandemic. Diabetes uh, along right, with it. Yeah. Because yeah. they put they push the fat free and low fat. Right. Right. So hundred percent. All right. Do you want to say anything more about that or should we go on to number four? Um, let's go on. I think that kind of covers it. Just don't buy anything that says low fat or fat free. Period. End of story. GMO corn and soy is number four. Yeah. This is kind of a Another kind of heavy topic, like the the whole wheat. A lot of farmers are going to be having to I know, I know. I ruffle a little bit of feathers. I I try to um, be careful who I have conversations with this about. Right, um, right. I'm. I'll put it out there. I'm an organic promoter. Sure. I buy it. I I believe in it. Um, to what extent we can always believe everything in the food industry is can be a little bit sketchy, but. Um, well, you know, let's back up. Do we even do? I wonder if people even know what GMO right. means. Let's talk about it. Okay, okay. So um, I can define that just in simple terms. GMO stands for a genetically modified organism. So something that was changed and altered from its natural form. So sure. a lot of our crops are genetically modified to make them more resistant to um, pests and things like that. And Oh, all sorts. I mean, they're genetically modified for all sorts of reasons. So things can last longer. I don't know. Isn't that true about every, just about every product created now, as far as, I mean, like apples, aren't they genetically modified or? Yeah. You're hard pressed to find a produce item. That's, I I mean, there are some, but yeah, most are, are modified in some way, shape or, or another. So what I understand about our gut flora, this has been developed over, probably thousands of years, correct? Our gut flora. Yeah. 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 And so we're making changes to that in just a, a span of a few years. And our gut flora doesn't have a t- chance to adapt to it. Correct. Is it correct. correct. It that yes. Way? Yeah. No, that's a good way to put it. We've seen more changes in our food supply um, in the last 50 years than we have combined in hundreds upon hundreds sure. upon hundreds of years. And Thousands. I don't, I don't even think we understand the consequences it's going to have no, quite yet. I mean, we're start, we're seeing. The we're science s- hasn't caught up yet. No, no. So it, in my opinion, when you can, when you can avoid those things, um, like that, that we just don't know enough about, I think that's a good idea. Right. Um, and how you avoid it, um, it, it has to, if it, isn't from a non-GMO crop. It, it will say on the label GMO free. Like companies sure. do label that. So you can find it. You can spot it out. But you do have to look for it. Sure. Yep. Number five is probably the most obvious one on the list. Yeah. It's have to sh- include it though. Sugar. Yeah. It's, uh, a, it's a beast. <laughs> yeah. I. This is one that's typically, um, you know, whenever I do like any sort of nutrition talk or presentation or coaching with people, whatever it might be, this is one where I don't get a lot of question on. People know. They understand right. sugar is bad. Right. Some of the other ones I get questioned, questions, you know. Sure. But yeah, yeah. But sugar, it's we can all agree it's not good. That doesn't mean we avoid it. But um, I kind of wanted to focus today's conversation, though. We know sugar is bad, but I want to really talk about 
sugar in like drinks and just how detrimental that right. really is rather than, I mean, sugars and everything. Yeah. We should do our best to avoid what's, it. But what's shocking to me is that I can understand the sugar that you see in a can of soda yeah. or a can of pop. Yes. Depending on where yes. you're from. But it, there's a lot of sugar in a lot of the sports drinks. Oh my gosh. There were, yes. We found out, I think some of them were worse than the regular drinks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. It's supposed to be a sports drink. So you and think, you're, yeah, you're down in sugar, right? Right. Um, energy drinks too. I don't. I don't drink those. I think sure. they. I think they're disgusting. But I know a lot of people rely on those. Yeah. Um, juice is another one people right. think it's, healthy. It's healthy. Healthy. Juice, right. Juice. Yeah. You know the the problem is, and just with anything in sugar and drinks, it's just way too easy to just do too much of it, right? Yeah. Um, you know, like it's it's fine for you to eat orange or two. Yes. But in orange drink, you're really concentrating oh, yeah. the sugar. Like there's no yeah. way we could sit here and peel ten oranges right. and sit and down those in this time yeah. we're doing this podcast. But could we juice ten yeah. oranges and drink it? Hundred exactly. percent. Um, so it's just way too easy to overdo it. Um, not to mention all the. I mean, I know so many people that every single day they're going through Starbucks or whatever drive-through to get their latte, um, yeah. and not understanding A sneaky way of getting sugar. <laughs> yeah, and I just. It's amazing to me um, how people are living on these things, starting their day with them. Um, I was coaching basketball, sixth grade, and we had these kids that come in and they'd take these sports drinks before the game. Yeah. And they would just crash like by game two. Like, yes. They were, yes. Like, I could see it in their eyes. But we don't, we don't put the the two and two together. Well, I did. Uh, I yes. Mean, we started, yes. We stopped drinking those sports drinks. That's for sure. Yeah. It's. Um, so, I'll take a side side tangent on this one. Personal story testimonial that happened to me yesterday, um, if I can, on, on sugar. Sure, absolutely. So I don't drink sugary drinks because I know they're bad for me. Right. I don't care for the taste. Um, I'm good with water and some black coffee and tea. But sure. anyways, um, I'm pregnant right now, and I had to do a glucose tolerance test. So they made me sit in the, sto- the doctor's office and drink 50 grams of concentrated um, sucrose or whatever, whatever really? form it was. Yeah. And then an hour later, they test to make sure that you can your insulin is working. That's well, why, a standard. Would, would that work with test? you for somebody who never drinks it? Well, that's that's what my my hesitation was with it, and I had a lot of questions. Well, I mean, I I did pass it, so. Ah. But my my story with this that I will share with people, I don't understand how people can drink that and function in life. I know. About 45 minutes when I was done, I started feeling really dizzy. I started, I was yawning. I was tired. I, had, I was vibrant, full of energy before, yeah. before that. And the rest, and then I got to work about two hours later and I was you starving. Crashed. Oh, you're starving. Starving, yeah. starving, so hungry. Um, and and I just crashed. Sugar then. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it's that's my personal testimonial in like the. It's a terrible it's just, cycle to get into. It is, and I I know your body gets used to it, but I I don't understand how people are walking around and uh, drink after drink after drink. So well, that's now number six, my artificial sweetener. Yeah. Well, if you don't like, you know, can't you take sugar? Can't you take uh, false sugar? <laughs> Yeah, we, we would think, well, okay, we're taking the Coca-Cola out, so we'll just make a Diet Coke now, right? right. Um, unfortunately, you know, to me, I thought this was common knowledge for people that artificial sweeteners aren't good, but there's too many people now that are seeing sugar-free and they're grabbing it. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, 
So artificial sweeteners are like, there's a lot of names. I mean, there's a big list and I'm not going to, I'll just touch the two main ones. Um, Aspartame um, and sucralose, which is, Splenda's the brand name of sucralose. What is one that's a little bit better for you? Uh, Stevia. Stevia. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Still to our knowledge and nutrition um, in small amounts, because Stevia is a plant, like it's okay. It's okay. I think small amounts. Yeah. So if you're going to do one. That's probably the one. Yes. Small yes. Um, but yeah, the, so just staying away from things labeled um, sugar-free. So no, your sugar-free latte at Starbucks is no better than your your regular vanilla latte, in Am my I opinion. Am I right saying, I'm trying to remember if I remember this correctly, but isn't it like your body will react to it like it's sugar sometimes? Like your, yeah. Like your insulin yeah. levels may actually shoot up? Correct. Or- yes. Yep. It, it fools your body apparently too sometimes. It does. Yeah. And we'll touch on that with the next one we talk about too of fooling our body. But um, in addition to that, um, we, we still just don't know enough about them. But we do know that when they do digest and break down into our body, they, they're byproducts and the whole digestion process is some compounds that we don't want released in our body. I can sure. tell you that. So, All right. Next one is MSG. I remember when we'd always go get a Chinese, he'd always say no MSG. And I think he'd laugh and leave it in there anyway. But Yeah, probably. <laughs> so you knew about this one before? Well, I remember, I didn't know what it was. Yeah. I just remember I already told you, don't, don't order the MSG. Yeah. Whatever it is. Don't you don't know what it is. What it is. Yeah. Um, in fancy terms, it stands for monosodium, glut- monosodium glutamate. Gotcha. It's a food additive. It's a flavor enhancer. It makes things taste really good. Gotcha. Um, it's really that food ad- additive that makes you want more. So there's a reason why when you go open a bag of Doritos that you don't eat two Doritos, you eat the whole bag. Um, it's literally what food manufacturers do. They, it tricks your taste buds into making, it's addictive, makes you want more. It is addictive. I I remember (laughs) I was hearing this doctor talk on the radio one time and he and his wife were in the car and they actually literally had to stop the car, put it in the trunk. And even then, they stopped later and opened the trunk. Yeah. Yeah. You just... It's amazing. I've heard stories of people throwing it away in their garbage outside and, and going it, yes. and digging it out of their garbage. Yes. Yeah, yes. it's it's addictive. Um, food manufacturers are smart. The more you eat, the more you buy, right? Yeah. Um, but you're going to find it in a lot of processed foods, especially like um, go to any like chip, not, not like a plain salted potato chip. That won't have it. But like a barbecue or sour cream and onion, Doritos. Cheetos, like all those flavored, that's going to be, that's going to have MSG. I mean, in general. So, well, I mean, first of all, you're going to overeat those foods. Right. right. 100%. They're addictive. No, and then we got all sorts of other things in it. As far as what else is like particularly specifically bad about the compound um, MSG, I would have to do some more like specific research. But again, it's an, it's an artificial food additive. Anything manufactured and made by food manufacturers, I'm not going to trust it. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next one, deli meat or processed meats. Yes. I used to eat a lot of these. I'm afraid to say, but I stopped about 20 years ago. Yeah. And so this is what I I want to say too. They're not all bad. There are some out on the market that you can find at your grocery store that are better, definitely better. So I don't want to lump it and say that you can't find um, a 
a good one really out there, but you have to be particular. So we just want to kind of educate you on like what, what to look at in a label. But, um, most, most deli meats or processed meats, we could include like hot dogs in this category too. Um, or sausage, things of that nature. But, sure. um, a lot of what they have in them is a preservative. It's a food additive to make the food last longer called right. nitrates, nitrites. Have you heard of those? Yes. Yeah. So that, that's the big, um, issue with it linked to a whole host of health issues that I didn't even begin to list on here. Um, but, um, they're looking for nitrate free. Correct. Yeah. Nitrate free. Um, when, if you are going to include these as a part of your diet and what you'll see when you go and like buy a package of Turkey and they're, um, nitrate free, what they're putting in it instead is some kind of herb like rosemary is common because it can preserve a food in the same way so it's beyond me yeah yeah celery i think celery um powder or celery seed is another one that probably more expensive of course yeah exactly yeah Yeah. so i think that's the main reason why those things aren't being used but there are are alternatives but we just need to be aware of what we need to look for so you're looking for nitrate free yep but you're also looking for meat quality raised meats without hormones or antibiotics. Yeah. So what if you find a meat that says it does not have antibiotics in it, but you don't know about hormones? Well, yeah, then that's, that's a gray area. Yeah. You kind of have to have, you kind of have to have both on the label too. Yeah. That's what I want to know because I just saw this. No, I think I it's chicken that um, I saw chicken. What is it? What and I always I get this confused. One, one of them's banned in all. Like you're not even going to find it in the lowest oh, quality really? chicken, but yet they'll still advertise it sure. to you. But it still has the other one. That's Does that make prob- sense? Yeah, that's yeah. probably what so. I found. Um, yeah, I can't remember which one was either. Yeah. All right, this last one. I'll tell you. There's I two more to- actually. Okay. Oh, this got- next one. We got another one. Next page. Oh, where is it? Well, I'll, I'll grab it because that's only going to be right. nine. But um, oh, I know what the last one is. Last one, uh, second to last one. Yeah. Is margin, margarine, which you know, I used to think that was the healthy. Everybody, oh, yeah. Butter was so bad for you, so I, I ate margarine for years and years. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So I think I grew up on margarine in the refrigerator. Yeah, yeah. not in my adult years, but um. So margarine actually is, well, it's a man-made food. Okay. It doesn't exist in nature. Um, I don't know if you know anything about how it's made at all, but so remember the, the vegetable oils we talked about earlier. Yeah. So it actually starts with one of those, a vegetable oil. Bad start. Yeah. It's already off to a bad start. These are to me, margarine's worse even than vegetable oils because not only, so they start with that and then what they do is they modify it, change it to make it, you know, solid or partially solid. It's nice and spreadable. So they, they modify it to be like a partially saturated fat in in essence. Okay. Um, that's actually a trans fat by nature. So, um, I think we have enough knowledge now in, uh, human nutrition that trans fats are probably arguably one of the worst things that we can put into into our body. So there's absolutely nothing natural about it. Um completely synthetic, man made, altered to create is there this. Any of them that are good like uh isn't there 
vegan butters or something like that. You know, uh, yeah, there are. I'd have to. There, there's maybe all. some that are sure. lesser evil or starting with a better oil or. Do you just use butter? I just use butter. Gotcha. Just use regular old. I mean, grass fed butter. Sure. That's what I. That's what I use. Yeah, it does taste better. So. If you have margarine in your house, if you're going to do nothing else from this conversation, throw that in the garbage because you're really taking, you know, now another thing from this list and making it even worse. Gotcha. So, Boy, that's yeah. good advice. Yeah. Uh, number 10. Yeah. So that one got cut off on here. But number 10, I actually put um, kind of a food category and I'll tell you why, but um, like donuts and cake. And like baked goods, like bakery items. Um, now, the reason I put this in here, and we can expand upon it, but now we're taking and we're combining a, a product that has sugar. sugar. It's got the oils. GMO, probably. Probably GMO. It's got the flour got the that flour. we talked about. Wow. Um, if you have frosting on your cake, you're going to have like margarine probably or some kind of like vegetable shortening to make that. Uh, maybe some some are using butter but my point is now we're taking a bunch of these things Everything that we already talked about you and put it, put it together, together. There you go Have yeah it. and i don't even know what that's doing in our body right. to be honest with you i don't even think we understand um the effect the compound effect when we put all these things that we already know are bad by themselves but then we put them together yeah you know so. I'm doing more and more reading on this and, you know, basically food is medicine. Yeah. And uh, on the other end, I think, it, you know, the other types of food can be almost like a poison. To you. And and uh, they were giving the example of how food can affect Alzheimer's and yeah. have a large effect. And they were talking about the things that people eat. It's like the exact wrong things to eat for developing Alzheimer's. Yeah. So, and they yeah. do it on a daily basis. People eat like this. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're not talking about the occasional, like, right. twice a year piece of birthday cake that you eat. Right. We're talking about the daily, you know, exposure, yeah. you know, day after day, day after, after, day, after yeah. day, having that compounding effect. If you're eating a really good, healthy, whole foods diet, you can probably handle a piece of birthday cake. Yeah, but you it's when cheat. you compound it on top of all of these other things, it's just toxic overload for your body. And it's no wonder we're seeing the health crisis and yes, people that we're are. seeing today. So. Yeah. This is a was a wonderful topic, Jordan. I really, I, you know, like you said, we'll have to expand on some of these in For the sure. future podcasts. But uh, thanks to everybody who joined us, either in podcast or on video. Um, hope to see you soon again. Yeah, thank you, guys.